Think of all the people who are on statins, PPIs, birth control pills, um, antibiotics, uh, insulin, like all of these are depleting magnesium. All right. What's up, guys? I am live with Dr. Barb Wolger. She is a naturopath. She's a holistic nutritionist. She's got a background in kinesiology and acupuncture, and she is an expert in magnesium. So I am super excited to have her on the podcast. What's up, Dr. Barb? I am so happy to be here and so glad to be speaking a little bit about something that I'm totally passionate about. And uh, I can't wait till we get to that, but that's for later. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, just to kind of introduce everybody to you and what you do. So just for everybody that doesn't know, like I follow you on Instagram, you have a lot of great content and I, I don't know if I have never not seen a post about magnesium, but you're, you know, you've got a hundred thousand, uh, over a hundred thousand followers and it's all about magnesium. So I'm like, okay, I got to have her on. Like, I get magnesium's good, but like, why is it so good? So we're going to talk about that. But how did you, how did you get into to naturopathy? Like, when was the day you kind of realized like, yeah, this is what I want to make my life's mission to doing? Yeah. Actually, I started in the um, insurance field originally, and I used to do a lot of disability and life insurance. And there would always be all these questions that were related to health and wellness and, and their, their medical state. And I couldn't get over how many people were like sick and they were young and they were not, you know, they led regular lives. And I just, I don't know, something connected. And I was like, I need to be able to do more than just sign a document with these people. So mm -hmm. I did go and do a nutrition, a holistic nutrition degree, kind of to wet my feet to see if I wanted to be in this space in this field. And I really enjoyed it. And I wanted to do more. And so I went off and did a kinesiology degree and a psychotherapy degree. Um, and then from there, I did uh, four years of naturopathic medical school. So lots of schooling, but that's how I eventually got here. And uh, I'm so glad that I did. Yeah, I can totally relate. Do you ever, uh, you know, I'm, I'm the same way. Some, and sometimes I'm like, man, I did all these certifications. I just wish I had done the naturopathic degree like first and probably could have eliminated all these other steps. Do you ever think that way of like, I didn't need to do all those other things, but it, it also made you who you are, you know, and you have all that, that depth, that background, but yeah. Do you ever think that? Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. In Ontario, they make you kind of go in order. Um, so ah. I didn't really need to do the nutrition degree, um, yeah. but that was kind of my stepping stone. And I really, it was a small amount of commitment to see if it was something that I wanted to kind of further progress. Um, the other commitments were much larger, much greater and way more time. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, when I was in the kinesiology and, and psychotherapy, I was definitely headed towards naturopathic medicine. Um, and yeah, so yeah, nice. and you need a degree before you can actually even apply for naturopathic medicine. So it was right. a step yeah. by step. That was a nice, yeah, it was a nice segue into that. Perfect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you specialize in women's health and hormones and just inflammation and, and detox and stress. Tell me a little bit about that and, and, and why you find that you're, you're so passionate about that. Yeah. So I definitely have a clinical focus in women's health 
inflammation and um, weight management slash stress. Um, and the reason that is, is because most of the individuals that were coming to see me initially had either one of those issues going on. And they also play such a big role in the remainder of someone's health. And mm -hmm. so I really started focusing on women's health and women's hormones and inflammation and even autoimmune conditions. And that just became something that I ended up getting known for and people were coming to see me for. And yeah, that's kind of where I am today and love it. Like I love tackling those things. And often there's many connections that are made and yeah, it's, it's, it's really something that I'm passionate about. Yeah. Now for women with hormones, that is such a big problem. I'm sure you, you know, you know, um, how are you, how are you getting women better? Do you look at, I know there's a lot of functional MDs that are using a bioidentical hormones. Do you like those or using those or are you, are you looking for like more natural ways to kind of bring the body back into balance first? Um, definitely natural. And it's not just always our sex hormones, right? So there's insulin, which is our hormone. There's cortisol, which is like our stress hormone. And those often impact our sex hormones. So really going back to the root of what's causing the dysfunction or the imbalance is usually where I start. Um, and then from there, depending on what's going on and how much we need to do, uh, I may refer them out for um, HRT at this point. But um, oftentimes we can get resolution within um, dealing with with the root cause. So um, that's really how we start. And we kind of progress down the road from there. So an autoimmune, a lot of that is inflammatory. Um, there's a lot of cortisol, there's a lot of stress happening. So sometimes we're really dealing outside of those sex hormones initially to really get a good handle on estrogen, progesterone, testosterone. Mm. And yeah, very cool. I love that you go natural and you try to, you know, regulate it first before just programming bioidentical hormones, which I understand, but you know, I, I do like, let's at least, let's at least just see if we can bring your body back into balance. Cause a lot of times you can, and you're proof of it. So that's great. Right. All right. <laughs> Stress, uh, magnesium, you love magnesium. Tell me why is magnesium? Why are you so passionate about magnesium? Um, yeah, it kind of, you know, when we were in naturopathic school, we didn't spend a lot of time on the micronutrients. We kind of dove into macronutrients and kind of like your big vitamins, but we didn't spend a lot of time on micronutrients. And when I first started in practice, I had like one of the things that happens with naturopathic doctors is they often get people who have been through the medical system and who have basically exhausted all avenues and when I say exhausted all avenues, they've basically been told, well, you kind of got to live with what you have. And, you know, this is just the way it is. And so a lot of these individuals were coming through my door and I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> like, you know, you really have to dig deep and you kind of got to get to like the root cause. And every time I kept researching, you know, deeper from what they had already been told by their medical professions, I was running into magnesium. And then... I was kind of recording it all as I was going along thinking, okay, I might use this somewhere down the road or somewhere else. And, and all of a sudden, you know, six, seven months later, I had this entire list of things and I was like, oh my goodness, like, why is nobody talking about this mineral? And at that point I had, you know, 
basically implemented it because there was so little risk. And especially with people that are on, um, you know, a lot of different medications, uh, it's an easier supplement to kind of put in where there's less interactions. And, and we were getting results and we were getting results and we were getting people like feeling better and it didn't take a long time. And I was like, okay, there's gotta be something to this. <laughs> so I just went headstrong and, and spent the next year literally diving into the 12,000 plus journal publications of magnesium. So um, yeah, that's basically how I got started. And then I was like, I wasn't that active on Instagram at that time. I mean, I'd put up a few posts here and there, but uh, I felt like it was a platform that I could use to reach many people and just create an awareness around you know, a mineral that doesn't get a lot of attention. You know, you hear lots about vitamin C, vitamin D, you hear lots about, you know, all some of the herbs and stuff, but you rarely hear a lot about magnesium. And for the amount of work that this mineral does in our bodies, I think we need to create that awareness. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Real quick. I'm thinking too, can anybody, I agree with you. Magnesium is amazing. Uh, have you actually, I have got so many questions. Okay. One, have, have you ever gotten anybody better and all you did was prescribe them magnesium? You're like, here, just take magnesium. And they got like miraculously better, or I don't know what their condition is. There like anyone that like, stands out where, you know, maybe they had some autoimmune or just some ridiculous like condition. And you're like, just take magnesium and come back and call me in a month. Yes. So my first few patients that came through the door where they had pretty much exhausted many avenues, that's literally all I gave them. <laughs> I wow. had a couple that had um, uh, twitches and tremors that were um, diagnosed by a neurologist that were kind of like these fasciculations. Um, and that was just the way it was and go on this medication. And even on the medication, they were still happening. And literally, yeah, I sent them home with a, a prescription for magnesium. And Which form of magnesium for them specifically? For that one, I used bisglycinate um, to start. And then I did add in some L3-inate because there was a neurological component. Mm -hmm. But we didn't add the L3-inate in until um, months later. So, but on the bisglycinate, the tremors like decreased by 50%. And wow. eventually once we added in the L3 and 8, we also got further improvement. So definitely at the beginning, that's literally what I was doing. It was like, <laughs> here you go, go home, tell me what you're like in a, in a couple of weeks and we'll take it from there. Um, and it was really no, I mean, we learn through our patients and we learn through um, things that come up. And, you know, I wish I knew everything, but that's not possible. And so oftentimes my patients actually teach me so much by, yeah. you know, what they're doing and then implementing different levels. And really, I'd say the first six months, my patients were literally my N equals one test subjects, right? Yeah. Because it was sure the research was there, but it was always kind of, well, you got to try this and you got to try this and you maybe try start at this dose and maybe start at that dose. And it was really just trial and error. But when I was seeing the results and we were getting improvement on a consistent basis, that's when I really, you know, dove in and was like, okay, there's something here and we need to really address this. 
why why do you think we have such a magnesium then deficiency? You know, I always think like, hey, um, you know, let's do as much natural stuff as we possibly can, eating clean, organic, all these things, and you know, the body if you believe in God or the source or whatever you want to believe in, like we were made in a relatively like perfect, let's just say self. So why do we, why are, why do, why are we so depleted from this magic miracle in your opinion? Well, we get depleted from magnesium for many reasons. And we have to remember that a, it's an electrolyte B it has over, well, pretty close to over 800 different functions that it does in the body. And so what depletes it? Medications alone is a big, huge depleter of magnesium. I mean, think of all the people who are on statins, PPIs, birth control pills, um, antibiotics, uh, insulin, like all of these are depleting magnesium. Uh, then we have to look at things like sugar. Sugar depletes more magnesium than we can even think. I mean, it takes, there's a biochemical um, workout that they have that's says it's roughly somewhere between 40 and 55 molecules of magnesium that it takes to process one molecule of sugar. So wow. if you're a sugar addict, you're probably blowing through magnesium quite quickly. Um, there are things like sweating, right? So if we're going to work out and we're sweating or we're going into a sauna or an infrared or and anything that creates any type of sweating, we're losing that electrolyte, which is magnesium. We're also losing magnesium every time we're stressed. Because stress depletes magnesium. Although magnesium helps stress, it also depletes it in the same fashion. If we're insulin resistant, which I'd say what I think the study said, only 12% of Americans are metabolically healthy, which means yeah. that most of those individuals are likely insulin resistant. Well, that's going to deplete your magnesium. And then, of course, just coming down to the obvious of, you know, our food doesn't contain the same amount of minerals and vitamins as it did, you know, 20 years ago, even like 40 years ago. Our soils are depleted from the overuse of farming and, and those kinds of things. And so we're not getting the amount of magnesium that we were getting at one point in time. And so that, of course, adds to the depletion and the deficiency of magnesium. Awesome stuff. Is there is there any side effects or have you seen or is there just anecdotally or even from research that, you know, you don't want to do too much? I know, you know, I always think too, like, and I'm a big fan of magnesium and just I supplement with it. I, I believe in it. But uh, then there's always like cofactors and stuff like, you know, that also make up our body. So does it need any cofactors to work better? Or is there if I go too high in the magnesium, do I have a chance of, you know, I guess, imbalancing maybe the calcium magnesium. How do you think about that? I'm just, yeah, how do, I'm kind of curious. Yeah, so it really depends on what it is that you're treating. For instance, something like um, PMS or menstrual cramping or ADHD, we tend to pair magnesium with B6 because the two of them are just synergistic. Um, they work better together. They seem to do a, a better job than just doing magnesium on its own. But oftentimes... If I'm doing something that's very specific or trying to treat something that's very specific, I will use magnesium on its own so that I get the entire load um, coming in. Uh, and that is usually for more um, things that are very specific. Obviously, we need magnesium with other vitamins in order for them to be activated. One of those are vitamin D. I mean, you know, until I actually got into the research on that, 
I had so many patients that were vitamin D deficient, and yet when I tested them, they were magnesium deficient. And the wow. reason is we, we need magnesium in order to convert vitamin D in the liver to be active in the body. So if you don't have enough magnesium or your levels are low, you'll get that vitamin D coming in, but it can't actually do anything because it never gets to be activated. Um, so in that case, we like to make sure that, you know, you do have adequate magnesium with your vitamin D. We do see there's the magnesium calcium is often sold together in a ratio. Um, and that's okay too. But really, I tend not to do the calcium magnesium because we do get a lot of mag our calcium in our foods these days, even if we're dairy free. Mm -hmm. um, and too much calcium without enough magnesium, you're not going to break down that calcium, it's going to end up going into the arteries, or it can also form stones or bone spurs. Um, so those aren't exactly what we want either. So yeah, in some instances, it does work better synergistically. But when I'm looking at doing something specific, I'm going with magnesium um, on its own. Now, as far as you know, is there too much? Can you take too much? Obviously, you can everything we can overdo anything. Um, but magnesium is a fairly safe mineral. I would say the biggest two biggest um, side effects from taking too much magnesium is you're going to have very loose bowel movements. Yeah. Um, or you're going to have some type of GI upset. So um, stomach upset, that's pretty much the extent to the serious side effects unless you have a kidney disorder. So we excrete magnesium through the kidneys. So there's always caution with uh, kidney patients um, and kidney disease patients. And you will want to work with a healthcare provider definitely before taking magnesium. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay. Uh, what are your favorite forms? Obviously, there's several different forms and they all do, you know, slightly something different. Maybe you could just list some of your favorite forms and then why you steer towards those for maybe the quote unquote symptom. Right. So I'm going to stick with the main forms. There's like 18 different forms of magnesium yeah. that are out there and they range from IV use to medical use to, um, you know, your supplements. But my my top form that I use that I find is a nice all around form is magnesium bisglycinate. And magnesium bisglycinate is great because it's highly absorbable. It's well tolerated. It doesn't require stomach acid to um, promote its absorption. So people who have digestive issues and can't absorb things, they still can get the benefit of bisglycinate. We also see there's a huge thing with histamine intolerance now. So that form of magnesium is also low on the histamine um, intolerance scale. So we can use that with our histamine patients without actually triggering uh, another uh, event. Um, and clinically, I use this for sleep, um, sometimes even joint pain, um, anything like heartburn, GERD related. I use that. I use it for um, digestive issues. So Sometimes if they have, we need enough magnesium in the digestive tract to actually make all the enzymes and the stomach acid. So I'll use it in that. Um, I'll use it for restless leg syndrome, muscle cramps, those kinds of things. Um, mood disorders, I'll use it as well. And then second, I use L3 and 8, which I'd mentioned before. This is the 
form of magnesium that crosses the blood-brain barrier. Uh, love it for mood disorders, concussions, um, neurological things that are, you know, um, especially if they have an origination in the brain, um, those kinds of things. I love using L-threonate. I then use malate for my fibromyalgia patients. Anybody who has a lot of muscle, joint pain, athletes, those kinds of things after exercising. Um, and also for chronic fatigue syndrome. So people who have fatigue um, that is caused by either an illness or just have general chronic fatigue, malate is fantastic. And finally, um, Citrate is another one I use, and this one I use pretty specifically for reflux and constipation. So it draws water into the colon and it allows for easier bowel movements um, while we're trying to figure out what's causing the constipation and, and working in the background. It's a great way of, of being able to help them um, have regular bowel movements um, until that is done. Um, those would be the biggest forms that I would use. Obviously, there's many others. But one thing I do want to say is please stay away from oxide. <laughs> I'm glad you answered my next question. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, oxide, unfortunately, is sold in a lot of combos. And when I say combos, they'll mix several different forms. They often do not put the amounts of the different forms on the label. So, um we have seen combos where 95% of the magnesium in there is oxide and the rest is the other forms they're listing. We don't absorb it. We have lots of research to say that it's at best a great laxative. <laughs> okay, great. Great yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. Wow. And by the way, are you? Are, should we be expecting Dr. Barb's magnesium? Do you have your, have you formulated your own, uh, I could, you know, blend? Um, I have uh, formulated some of my own, but just specifically for my patients at this time. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, we'll be on the lookout for that. I could see that. That'd be something, you know, I know there's, is there any other brands that you like to steer towards for, if someone were to ask you, if, if it's not your brand <laughs> at your at your office and we're not in Canada and we don't have access to you, but. Yeah. Um, well, it, that's, that's the thing. Like it depends kind of where you are. It's going to depend on what you, what you're, what you're looking to get, right? Yeah, like you're, you're not going to get, get the same, um, manufacturers in North America as you are in, in Europe or, um, those kinds of things. So I often say, you know what, the best place to go is usually a place that sells vitamins and minerals and always just read the labels, right? A, the label can tell you a lot. Like you would be surprised how many magnesium supplements I have picked up that have natural flavors, colors in them. And th these are things we don't want. It should just literally be whatever the magnesium is. And then often they put in a preservative, which could be stearate or like citric acid if it's if it's a different um blend of things but it really shouldn't be containing sugar natural flavors and and colors and all of those things yeah great stuff um all right well you know you and i both have some we have some short time commitments here so we're gonna wrap things up but anything i'm curious any exciting projects that you're working on right now um, I am working on a, so I have a magnesium ebook that I, um, you know, kind of promote out, which kind of has put all of my research hours together in one document. Um, but 
probably the biggest question I get asked day in, day out is the different forms of magnesium, the clinical uses, how we would use them and that kind of stuff. So I am in the works of putting that together um, because it's just been like a huge request from my audience and even my patients. So um, I'm in the in the process of, of putting that out there and getting that ready. That's awesome. And my next question was going to be, before we jump into some lightning round questions, was there just anything that I didn't ask you that you wish I had? Um, no, I think you've got the basis. I mean, obviously there's way more, yeah. right? And we yeah. could be here all day talking about it because yeah. I mean, there's just so much, but we did touch on the basis and it is an important mineral. It's involved in so many different reactions and so many different biochemical reactions in the body. And our body works on this biochemical kind of facade. And if we don't start putting the magnesium into us, then, you know, we're going to start to see symptoms and we're going to start seeing issues and you know, deficiencies cropping up, which will then lead to health um, issues and, and, and different health diagnoses. So um, you can get your magnesium through Epsom salt baths, you can use oils, you can use supplements, you can do food. Um, I'm never against food. Yes, we might not get as much, but you're still getting magnesium from food. So why would you not go that route, at least um, to start with, and then just trying to minimize some of the things that cause the deficiencies, right? So yeah, great yeah. stuff. Great stuff. Um, all right, let's jump into some lightning round questions. And then we'll, we'll wrap it up. Sure. I'm curious, Dr. Barb, what are what do you think are some choices that you made that made you who you are today? Um, I think I really focused, you know, I was never really, um, into health until, like I said, I went to nutrition school and I learned a lot there. And I, I put a lot of what I learned into practice, um, for myself. So, you know, getting good sleep, making sure that I'm eliminating the processed foods where I could eliminating stress when I can doing stress reduction techniques. Um, that is really what has led me to do what I do professionally and also be the person that I am. And I live by those principles. I love that. Yeah. Who's, you know, you are such a force out there in the wellness world, hundred plus thousand followers. You're posting every day. I see all your content. Like who's someone that inspires you or who's someone that you follow in the health and wellness world? Um, I, I really like as a naturopath, she's another naturopath and she's in the States, Dr. Carrie Jones. Um, and she often spoke at our conventions and she, you know, has a great, uh, presence in the naturopathic community. She does a lot more, um, outside work now, but really in a, a fascinating uh, doctor to follow. She's always talks about women's hormones and she's very much into that and, you know, has an amazing uh, Instagram channel as well. And really somebody that you can learn from and presents the information really in a fun and, and connective way. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's beautiful. I'm a big reader. Any, any big books that uh, are there like one to three that stand out for you that had a huge impact on your life that you'd recommend other people read? Um, I think, you know what, I, I read a lot of health and wellness books, so I, I can't probably just say one, but um, Breath or Breathe from James Nestor was yeah, like yeah. one of the top ones that I read and was really connected to. Um, I also 
do a lot of like brain health um, books and stuff like that. So um, I, I can't even remember the name of it. I think it's Game Changer or Brain Changers or something like that. Um, and that's all about how nutrition affects our brain health. Um, but those were two that really, really stood out. Um, Dr. William Lee's book um, as well, which is all about how nutrition can help you, you know, overcome many different health conditions, including cancer. He has a large cancer emphasis on that. So um, that was another good book as well. Awesome stuff. And then uh, any any rituals or hacks or practices that you do like on a regular basis? I would say I get outside every day. I, I love nature. I Anytime I'm around a tree, I will hug a tree. I mean, there's I've so seen much. That grounding and connection and I think that that is probably my biggest hack if if I'm stressed if I'm you know not well or I'm kind of in a downer or whatever getting outside is always my go-to and I just find that you know we have this free type of um medication if you want to call it prescription which is nature um and so we should you know, really take advantage of that. And I certainly do. Yeah, I love that. Last but not least, Dr. Barb, where can where can people find you and connect with you? Um, obviously on Instagram, I'm at Dr. Barb Woger and um, you can definitely find lots of information on magnesium. I do uh, uh, on the odd times post outside of magnesium, not often, but I do. I touch a lot on insulin resistance, inflammation, um, some nature things. So um, I would say predominantly though, it's magnesium. You can also find me at my website, which is just um, barbwoger.com. I am on Facebook as well dr barb woger and yeah awesome dr barb thanks so much for being on the show appreciate you you're very welcome thank you so much for having me 